return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. I'm excited to be here tonight. I don't know about you, but I am. Um, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. Amen. I just want to share with you, um, you know, something. Within the next 20 minutes, we should be done. Hallelujah. And um, Pastor Dave preached my message two weeks ago, and Pastor Randon also touched on it. And so the full message is already preached. Hallelujah. But the Bible said, at the mouth of two or three witnesses, a matter is established. That means that that is what God wants us to hear. Hallelujah. And so I just want to touch on some few things, you know, um, strategies to go through 2024. This is nothing new, like the Bible says, there's nothing new under the sun. Hallelujah. Um, but I just want to bring this to our remembrance. And so as we go through 2024, we know that no matter what happens, we are victors. We are victorious in every situation. Um, we, the, like the scripture says that we are in evil times and, you know, bad times. Stuff happening here and there. But um, Jesus assures us not to be afraid. Not to be afraid. As, as a matter of fact, um, it's been, you know, said that there is the, the don't be afraid. That phrase is repeated 365 times in the scriptures. That means that every day you take a pill of that. Don't be afraid. So before you go out of your house to your job, you know, to, you know, shopping and all that, you tell yourself, no matter what happens, I'm not afraid. Amen. I'm safe in Jesus. Hallelujah. And, um, you know, so Pastor Randon talked about the vision, you know, having a vision, certain goals for the year. And that is very important. I believe that we all have our resolutions written down. If you have not, it's not too late. Hallelujah. You can still do that. Um, but we have to understand that we have to balance the spiritual with the physical. It, even as, you know, we are putting things in place, setting goals for the physical, we have to also set goals for the spiritual. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 11, verse 1, that false balance is an abomination unto God. So, which means that you cannot be always in the, in the physical realm, like take things trivial in the physical. You have to Balance it. What is the spirit also saying about the situation? So even as you put steps in place in the physical, you also put steps in the spiritual. 
Are you with me? And so it is very, very important. It's so sad that most of the time we leave God out of the equation. And so we set the goals and everything and we leave the Holy Spirit. You know, we, we don't, you know, add him to our plan. And so it is very important to do that. You know, sometimes the Spirit of the Lord will tell you things that he wants you to work on in the year. You know, we, we have our secrets. So let me put it this way. God created us for, for a purpose, right? We are here to achieve a purpose. And so when we, before we were born, there were certain things that, you know, were spoken of our lives. We have our weaknesses and we have our strengths. And so there are things about us that we don't even know. Things that will make us succeed. Everyone has it. But the, the, the truth is that we don't really seek these things. The Bible said in the book of Judges chapter 7. You know, verse uh, 13, sorry, verse 7. About Samson. Before Samson was born, there was a prophecy about his life. And God said, this guy is going to be a Nazarite unto God. And so, there are certain things that he cannot do. As long as he's doing this one thing, everything else will work in his life. And so, if you're sitting back and that becomes a covenant with you and God. That's one thing. And the same thing happened to um, John the Baptist in the book of Luke chapter 1 verse 13. If you will. But the the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zacharias, for your prayer is heard. And your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son. And you shall call his name John. And you will have joy and gladness. And many will rejoice at his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. And he and, and shall, not, shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. So, this was his one thing. So, everybody can drink wine, but he cannot. That is his one thing. And so, um, why am I even saying this? We, we can look into more scriptures to back what I'm saying. We all have that one thing that will make us go. We all have that one thing that God wants us to hold on. That is what God calls secrets. There are secrets that he would reveal to us. And that is only revealed when we seek him. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 19 verse 16. A rich man came to Jesus. Matthew chapter 19. And behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do? That I may have eternal life. And he said unto him. Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one. That is God. But if thou wilt enter into life. Keep the commandments. So here Jesus told him. Keep the commandments. And you shall have, you shall have eternal life. Let's go on. He said unto him. Which 
Jesus said, Thou shalt thou shalt do no murder. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Honor thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. The young man said unto him, All these have I kept from my youth up. What luck I yet. And so you realize that, you know, he's done all, but he still felt that emptiness. Something was missing. And so he was seeking that one thing that was missing. And so when Jesus, you know, told him to do all these things, he said, yes, I've done these things, but still there's something missing. Let's go on. Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And I believe that Jesus looked at him when he asked a question, and Jesus went back to the time when he was born. His weakness was going to be how he was going to handle his riches. And that was it. That was his one thing. So you realize that Jesus told him, if you do all these things, you have eternal life. But that one thing that you are seeking, that one thing that you want, is tied to your giving. It's tied to how you handle your wealth. I gave you that wealth for those for the poor. And so you have to share with them. That was his one thing. And so Jesus says that, Go and sell all these things and come and follow me. That is your one thing. And so, you know, in this year, even as we seek God, God would talk to you about your finances, your giving. He would talk to you about not just that, you know, about certain things in your marriage, about your kids, what you have to do, you know, about your, your time with him. You know, setting aside some time to fellowship. These are things that he will, specifics, he will tell you. The Holy Spirit will tell you, I know what I'm talking about. Yes, he's going to talk to you. And, and not everybody, you know, can do that. Sometimes it's so weird. He can even tell you, don't maybe watch TV for this, this, and this time. You know. That will be specific. Something that he, he wants to bring something in you. He wants to train you in some area. So you, you get it one at a time. And as you begin to walk in it, it becomes a covenant. You, you realize that every other thing around you will begin to work. Because of that one thing. And so it's, it's a good thing that you know we um, seek him. We seek him for um, what he has for us. And so the number one strategy that I want to talk about is prayer. But before we tackle that, this year we shouldn't focus on the negatives. We should keep our gaze on focus on Jesus. Are you here with me? Matthew chapter 14, verse 30. Matthew chapter 14. 
Matthew chapter 14, 1, 4, verse 3, 0. Talks about Peter. Um, can you go to 29? Thank you. And he said, come. And this was um, the story of Jesus and Peter. The Bible said, Jesus told them to cross to the other side. And so when they crossed over, you know, he went to pray. So when it was time for him to join them, he walked on the water. And so when they saw him, they thought it was a ghost, you know, because that was the first time they witnessed something like that. And so, you know, Peter was like, oh, that, that's, it's not a ghost. It's our master. It's Jesus. And so he, um, you know, stood up and said that if it's you, bid me come. This is Peter speaking. And he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And this is the key word. When he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And so what is going to make us or keep us afraid is when we keep our gaze and focus on what is happening around us instead of the word of god you know you hear of what happened in japan you hear of what is happening in africa you know just within these two days a whole lot and so when you hear these news you know what happens is that you you tend to be afraid and that is Satan's one number one strategy is to instill fear in us. You know, um, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and I was saying that, you know, the COVID that came when it, it first came, we recorded a lot of, you know, deaths, right? Um, and I told him part of that is because of the way the information was carried, you know, um, we died before we even got the sickness. And so we, everybody was scared. Like, it, it, was, it was so crazy. And so before, you know, there were people who got it and survived, you know. But the thing is this. I believe that the word of God is true. And the word of God says, by his stripes, we were healed. And so... If you have this at the back of your mind, you don't, you know, you are not scared. Even if you get it, you believe that he's going to heal you. Are you here with me? And so, if you don't have this, a lot of people will contact it. And because of the fear, one, one time I preached a message about, um, you know, the effect. Um, there, there is an a effect in medicine. Where sometimes the doctors, you know, um, try to give you an information. So let's say you go to the hospital and you are sick. You always go to the hospital. You come back and they don't know what actually is wrong with you. Sometimes what they do is that they give you a medication that is inert, that has no effect. And because, you know, you... You believe that the doctor has given you something to treat you. you. You trick your mind into believing that you 
actually had something that will make you feel well. And so what happens? 50 to 60% of the times, it's recorded that you get whole. You get better. You know, and so if you can talk to your, your mind, because your mind controls uh, the body, the brain controls the body. And so if you can trick your brain into accepting that you cannot die. Let me, let me tell this, you know, testimony. On um, the watch night service, I told um, a story, you know, something that happened. I gave a testimony of how God healed my dad. Um, my dad choked on food. He was eating and, you know, he choked. And they said he went off, you know, like, so they took him to the hospital, gave him some injections. But when I was talking to him, he said one thing. He said he kept telling himself, I shall not die. I shall not. He kept. So even as, you know, he sent out, um, you know, the petition, he said, pray for me. Like told some friends and, you know, family standing the gap for me and all that. But he kept telling himself, I shall not die. I shall not die. I shall not die. I shall not die. And so, you know, the confession, as you confess it, you become. There is what we call the I am factor. That is why scripture says, let the weak say, I am strong. So it means that your body is feeling weak, but don't confess it. Because if you confess it, the I am, the, the I am there. You know, it's a representation of God. And so whatever you bring I am before you become. He said, let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich. So you might not have money in your pocket, but you are not poor. Quit saying you are poor. Quit saying you are weak. Hallelujah. And so we have to learn to speak these things. We have to learn to speak these things. So take off your gaze from the negative things that are going on around you. The second one is to study to show ourselves approved unto God. Mm. Study to show yourself. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 15. It says study to show yourself approved to God. A worker who does not need to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Hallelujah. So even as we are seeking knowledge... You know, other knowledge, we should seek and read the word, study the word to show ourselves approved. Hallelujah. Um, 2 Corinthians 2 verse 11 says, we should not be ignorant. We should not be ignorant about the devices of the enemy, lest he take advantage over us. So, we should, we should um, get insight. And so, when we see certain things, we should be able to tell, this is the devil trying to ensnare me. You know, and so we know what to do when that time comes. Um, there are so many things, but because of time, the last one that I will touch is prayer. Hallelujah. Prayer. Prayer. And there are types of prayer. There are kinds of prayers. Let's go to Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything... By prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. 
by prayer and supplication. So which means that they are not the same. Prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18. Now, Scripture says, Praying always uh, with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. So the emphasis is on with all prayer. With all prayer. So, what does the Scripture mean by with all prayer? Let's go to First Timothy chapter two, verse one. Paul writes, "I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, number one, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks, be made for all men, for kings, for all that in authority." That we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. So he mentioned four things. He mentioned four things. He said supplication, first of all. So what we mean by supplication? The action of asking or begging for something earnestly. Or humbly. It's the action of asking or begging for something earnestly or humbly. That is supplication. And so, Paul is wrote to the church and said, We have to pray all these prayers. And then he comes to intercession. What is intercession? Asking God to act by intervening in behalf of another or on behalf of another asking God to act by intervening and so Paul says the church should be full of intercessors so you see something going wrong in the church he's saying that before you talk about it go on your knees and intercede for them you see someone lost someone go wayward someone you know um, grow cold what we can do is to pray for them Amen. intercede for them Amen. you know someone is going through a challenge a hard time we have to intercede for them we have to pray for them and so the church he encouraged the church to be full of intercessors you know full of intercessors we don't have to create a group and and you know um Tax them intercessors like we see in other places. He's saying this should be something for the whole church, the entire church. It should be a culture that when we see something going on, we have to. It is a mandate. We have to intercede for them. Not just the church, but for the community, for the country as a whole. So we see in the news, you know, we, we watch the news, what happened in Japan. What can we do? Say a prayer for them. God, come to their aid. You know, those who have loved, lost their loved ones, we pray that you keep them. We pray that you touch them. You know, and so this is something that is very important needed in the church. Hallelujah. And um, prayer is a conversation with God. 
prayer is a conversation. It's not necessarily asking God something. Are you here with me? It's not necessarily, it's just talking to God. You know, you walk with this consciousness that God is with you. And so, wherever you are, you are talking to him. It's not just asking something. It's like a conversation. And sometimes he'll minister to you. He'll whisper something in your spirit. And you can't be talking to him, having a conversation with him. And so, Paul is saying this should be a continuous thing. This should be something that is common in the church. And the last thing he mentioned before we go is um, thanksgiving. So thanksgiving, we thank God for what he has done. Not just that, we thank God for what he is doing. You know, uh, the watch night service has said something that it's great, it's good to thank God for what he has done. But more powerful is when we thank him for what he's not done yet. What we are expecting him to do. And so thank you, Father, you know, for... Maybe you are believing God for a breakthrough. Thank you, Father, for this breakthrough. I haven't seen it yet, but I believe that it's done in the name of Jesus. And so, even as I close, just, you know, bringing this to your remembrance that we have to stand in the gap. We have to stand in the gap. Ezekiel says that. Um, that should be the last scripture. Ezekiel 22, verse 30. I sought for a man to stand in a gap. That I sought for a man among them that I should make up a hedge and stand in a gap before me for the land. You know? And so, um, God always wants his people to intercede. His people to stand in a gap for other people. And so, we thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you for all that you have done. We thank you for what you have begun to do in our lives. We thank you for what you continue to do. We thank you for your strength made available to go through the fires and the waters in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you that as vessels you are using us, O God, to impact lives in our workplaces, in our families. Wherever we go, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. And I'm ready for all of them. Hallelujah. Um, I just want us to enter into a time of prayer. Um, it's good to pray. This is the first Wednesday of the year. And um, it's good to start with prayer. Do you agree? Um, we're going to pray for Pastor Dave. We're going to pray for the ministry. We're going to pray for our families. Um, so, as part of my teaching, I'll be talking a little bit about prayer. And, um, you know, we're going to learn that there are types of prayer. Um, Paul mentions it, you know, and so one of the types is intercessory prayers. You know, Paul says that we should intercede, we should pray for all men. And so God is raising people that will stand in a gap for their families, you know, for the church. Um, 
you know, for the community. So, um, the most important thing is the heart that prays. And so, you want to join me with your hearts. Just close your eyes if you can. Alobosha. We give you glory, Lord. Begin to pray in the spirit if you can. Glory. 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 So first of all, you want to pray for yourself that whatever you need to make it 2024, God should reveal to you, God should speak to you, even as you search the word, just in the name of Jesus. Lebrando bo shata da 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 begin to search you more and more Paul says that I may know you and the power of your resurrection it's our desire of God to know you
from you were a thing to you were a thing you deserve the glory second prayer we are praying for our families that the protection of God will be doubled upon our lives in the name of Jesus that even as we we've entered the protection of God upon our kids upon the church will be doubled in the name of Jesus let your protection be doubled to God. Yabrada basanda la 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 bados. Yabada bada 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 baboshanda la 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 la. Kanda la 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 baboshanda da 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 ba 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 ba. Shanda la 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 baboshanda da 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 babosha. In the name of Jesus. We are praying for Pastor Dave's, um, pa- Pastor Dave and Jeannie's trip to India. The other day, the Bible said, and Peter prayed a prayer and said that that we might wrought signs, wonders, miracles through these hands. It's all because of the glory, for the glory of God. We are praying that as they get there, signs and wonders will follow them in the name of Jesus than never before in the mighty name of Jesus lift your voice lift your voice thank you for signs and wonders thank you for signs and wonders thank you for the apostolical God Thank you for the prophetical God. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for the healing so God. Lift your voice all over this place. Win souls of God, win souls of God, win souls of God, win souls of God for yourself in the name of Jesus. May their words never fall to the ground, O God. We're still praying for them. We are praying for a safe trip. Again, that the protection of God 
will be doubled upon their lives. That throughout their journeys, they've been blessings. But this time around, we are praying that it will be more than before. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice and pray. Maximum impact of God. In the name of Jesus. Maximum impact of God in the name of Jesus. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a fortress, glory divine, herald salvation. Purchased God, born of a spirit, washed in his blood. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all day long. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior. Lastly, we want to pray for the church. We want to pray for the church. That this year will be a year of increase. In the name of Jesus. Increase in all aspects. Increase in all aspects. Increase in finances. Increase in the membership. Increase. Lift your voice and begin a prayer. Year of increase, O God. Rabado shada la 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 Thank you for increase, O God. Thank you for increase, O God. Thank you for increase, O God. Kibala babosha na 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 
Glory. Father, we thank you. Spirit divine, we thank you that you're in this place. We thank you that you are advancing your church. You are advancing your people. In the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you that we are more than conquerors. We thank you, Lord, that your will is done in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylife@brookings.net. Or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m. Also, Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.